I'm Alison Steele, the Nightbird, with a Woodstock Minute. Very few people realize that most groups appearing at the Woodstock Festival did not make it into the Woodstock movie. Artists such as Leslie Weston Mountain, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and the Jefferson Airplane. But the most glaring error was the omission of Larry Fine of the Three Stooges, whose backstage contributions were the backbone of the festival. This is beautiful. It's beautiful. Hey, who is that ugly broad? Janet Joplin? I wouldn't f*** her with chimps, d Yes, Larry Fine was feeling no pain. Hey, Mo, I'm getting dizzy. What's hashish? It wasn't long before the crowd was won over by Larry as he led them in the infamous rain chant. Hey, come on, you ass thing. It's raining out. We gotta make it stop raining. Larry got to know stars like Jimi Hendrix. Hey, Jimmy, is it my imagination or has Santana's drummer been taking a solo for a day and a half? <laughs> hey, man, Larry, you are so cool. Thanks, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, who's the darky with the needle in his arm? That's my good friend. We experiment with drugs together. Larry was asked to make several stage announcements which wasn't so easy because he was drunk. Oh, please don't eat the brown asses. I'm warning you, please get off those towers. I had long hair before any of you jerk-offs. Get on off those towers, you hard-ons. Don't eat the brown asses, I'm warning you. And somebody find me a whore. Larry advised many of the up-and-coming stars like Country Joe and the Fish. Hey, Mr. Fine, excuse me, you got a minute? Hey, country, how you doing? Hey, what are you and the fishes gonna do when you get out on stage? Oh, man, I don't know what to do. I got no ideas. I got it. Why don't you go out there and spell f Hey, man, great idea. Now get out there before I take an axe handle to your colon. Country Joe was truly inspired. Give me an F! Go for it, country. Give me a U! Hey, don't forget the K. At the end. Larry doubted his usefulness at Woodstock, but he soon realized he was an integral part of the festival. In one of Larry's last recorded interviews, he spoke in great detail about the three days of peace and love. What do you remember about Woodstock? Well, I felt out of place until I saw Shanana. Did you do drugs? I said to Mo, let's trip. We have nothing to lose. I tie-dyed my hair. Was there alcohol abuse oh yes i started drinking when i heard crosby stills and nash to this day if you listen to crosby stills and nash you could hear faintly in the background a drunken larry fine singing along with the group getting to the point where i'm no fun anymore <laughs> larry fine not just one of the three stooges but an integral part of the woodstock festival mo gave jimmy the lighter fluid idea for lighting the guitar so you take credit for that yeah i said let the schwarzer light himself on fire and his stupid guitar are you bitter about woodstock bitter hell yeah those fakakta schnooks at warner brothers stiffed me on the movie deal for woodstock larry fine the Forgotten Stooge. I'm Allison Steele with another Woodstock Minute. New jingles. We've got something to say. Transfixing you to your radio. Yes. Thank you, Danny Lightning. 
It's Brit Summers. 42 years ago, the king. He died? Yeah, he died. Well, when you come to my house, every time you ask to use the toilet, and that's fine. But when you're done, you always leave me high. A very special gift to you. I surprise. When you wipe your ass, you can show a little class and just remember to flush. FM 1470 WWNN. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Brit Summer Show. Broadcasting live from what barely resembles uh, what used to be the United States of America. Now it's just uh, the United States of Putin's bitch. Now, listeners to this show, uh, it's about the truth. And if I make a mistake, uh, but let me quickly go over the mistake I made last week. And that was, and I might, I don't know if I did or not, but. I said Alexander Acosta resigned uh, from the information I got. It was like over a month ago. He resigned over the uh, allegation, not allegations, he defended uh, Jeffrey Epstein. The now dead, dead. He died? Yes, the uh, very dead Jeffrey Epstein. By all reports, everything I read, uh, Acosta resigned. But apparently, apparently, he didn't step down yet. So if he did resign, then uh, he might be in there for who knows how many more months. So evidently, it's not the uh, position of the uh, labor secretary is not vacant, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't know. It's, it's, of course, how can we know when we don't have a press? Trump says, uh, the press lies. It's the enemy of the people. I say, conversely, that it doesn't exist at all. And it's incumbent on each and every one of us to get to the truth, and that's getting more difficult every day. I mean, you watch MSNBC, CNN, you're watching a TV show. You're not watching the news. And the news that they talk about on MSNBC, yeah, they're factually accurate, but it's only like two stories. Because they don't want to tell you the rest of the news. They don't think it can sell enough airtime. Fox, as we all know, just pulls it out of their ass. So we have no news. And now oh, print, as far as that's concerned, it's owned by, what, three companies now? So uh, it's up to us. There's no more public commons. There's no, I was having a discussion with some a couple of weeks ago regarding that. And uh, he knows people that watch uh, and listen to the alt-right agenda radio and uh, television. And uh, it really comes down to this. It's like... I equate it to what happened to the world of music. If you want to hear music, you right now it's strictly segregated. So if you want a certain type of music, you get just that. Nothing else. News is the same way. 
It's like a comfort info. Uh, if you're a, a right-wing neo-Nazi uh, drooling and knuckle-dragger, well, then you have Fox News and pretty much all of the AM band of radio in every town and city. And that just, uh, it's like uh, comfort food. It's not really news. It just makes you feel good because I agree with them. You hear that? Did you hear what he said on that red diddly-o? I agree with him. Yeah, he's my friend. I have phantom friends. But on the other side, we have satellite progressive uh, talk, so-called news. And we have a little bit, just a smattering on the radio. But that, too, caters just to those who want to hear just that news. What no longer exists, ladies and gentlemen, and I am saying this on my show for all the world to hear, what no longer exists is just the news. I don't want to be catered to in one way or another. What I want is the news. I don't want specifically filtered uh, liberal or uh, progressive uh, news and information. Oh, that's great. Uh, but uh, uh, where's the rest of the news? Uh, and that's why Steve Colbert does. Meanwhile, because there's other things going on. Politics, yeah. But there's a lot of other things going on. That they just, uh, where are you going to get it? Maybe if you're fortunate enough to have uh, a local news station, a radio station, we don't anymore. They're gone. Gone. But if you're lucky enough to live in a town that has a local radio news station, you might get more uh, information than most of us locally for the place where you live and maybe your television stations too, except for Sinclair, because they're what I call custom streamlined uh, for a certain type of audience. Uh, the news used to be just for everybody, whether you liked it or not. Hey, this is the news and that's that. You like it, fine. You don't like it, whatever it is. It's the news. It's everything. It's a great big pile of information. Right, left, whatever, up and down. Here you go. Here is your diet of daily news. Nobody does that anymore. Nobody. And I'm, you know, I, of course, you've got these... Uh, neo-Nazi type right-wingers listening and just feeding, feeding off of every word they hear on AM radio, you know, and I take them to task all the time. But on my end, it's just kind of because they cater only to me. And I'm realizing that, you know, these people are just catering to, they're giving me information and talking about topics that only I want to hear. I get it now. And that's why, even though I am a liberal Democrat, I guess you got it, but well, but I'm a, I'm a trans woman. What else can I be? Well, if you go to the southwest part of this country, you got some right-wing neocon uh, trans women, and it's like, uh, that's right, I'm a trans woman. Put me in bars. That's where I that's where I belong. But actually, if they got a knock at the door by the anti-trans police, they would answer the door with their pants on. Uh, can I help you, officer? I've oh, never heard of that girl. Uh, those are the ones in the southwest for some weird reason. Well, I guess I can attribute it to their local media. Not so much here because we don't have any local media, which in that case might be a good thing because that's all they get is right wing spew. So that's why on this show, I just talk about stuff that's going on. And I don't like to stay too much on the Trump stuff because everybody else is covering that. And, but it's unavoidable 
sometimes. It's just, I like trucks. I like trucks. I do. I like trucks. This is your big strong man. I like trucks. Trucks are funny. Yeah. You know, in a very strange way, we're, we're lucky he's a mongoloid. Because you can imagine the damage he's doing right now. It's just out of fierce revenge over Obama and talk about scorched earth. I'm going to get to more of that later. But he's just demolishing any part of this country he can do because he's an angry child. I like trucks. Trucks are fun. Bill. This is your, this is your savior. This is your, he's your uh, ascendant from heaven. Right, evangelicals? He's your guy. I, I, I like trucks. They're fun. I don't think, uh, I, other than that photo op, he's never been near a truck. Growing up in the city, he's only heard them and seen a few of them. And as far as cars are concerned, there's a photo of him, not that long ago, of him pumping gas in a Porsche uh, in Palm Beach probably near Mar-a-Lago or something. So evidently he has a Porsche, but I, I can assure you it's probably an automatic. <laughs> oh, I doubt it's a stick. It's probably the only Porsche made ever. I, I think it's a 911 or something. And uh, <laughs> no, no, was it, was it 911 or was it a uh, Barbara Carrera or a Milt Cayman? Porsche has the dumbest names for their cars. But, uh, yeah, he's pumping gas. And it may not have been his. I don't think... He, he, he Maybe he drives, but he never really had to. Now, did he? So he likes trucks. Trucks. He would never own a truck unless it's a, a limo that he's inside. That's the kind of truck that... It, like the new Cadillacs. They're trucks. Boy, there's some inspiration to be a success in your life. You could get a new Chevy truck with a Cadillac badge on it. Ooh. There's something to aspire to. I mean, I know he used to give the old uh, rhythm and blues rock and roll guys who, who didn't have business management sense the record labels. If they had a hit record, they'd buy him a Cadillac. And that was it. And they ripped them off, in other words. But at least they got a Cadillac. And back then, a Cadillac was... A Cadillac. And in an ironic twist, let's see, if I had $50,000 to spend on a Cadillac, would it be a new one? Or would it be like a 62 convertible? Not a Series 62, a 1962. I would go to the latter. You know why? Because it was a Cadillac. Any caddy from the 50s on up to, I guess, early 70s, you knew it was a Cadillac. They were distinctive until GM in the mid-70s took a butcher knife to all of their cars and just chopped off the fronts and the backs and the sides and offered them up as a, here, here, there you go. Save save a gallon a mile. And it really did. They really did. Uh, on average, 24 city, 30 highway. And uh, prior to that, they were, you know, but people didn't care. Gas was like, what, 27 cents a gallon? And they would get like uh, eight in the city and 12 on the highway. But if I had one of those now, I would expect that, especially with a 50,000-gallon tank. It's like, okay. <laughs> it's just that they were works of art. It's just that they were beautiful cars. And now it's just a Chevy truck with a caddy badge on it. Anyway, <laughs> I got off track. Um, 
What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, t- Trump. I like trucks. Trucks are fun. <laughs> uh, and people are sitting there. Listen to this. Oh, what was the other thing? Uh, yeah, windmills. They kill birds. And uh, when the wind stops, no electricity. Well, you know, there's batteries. That's science. That's science. Yeah, we don't want to hear about that. And those morons are clapping. Yeah, if a windmill stops, there ain't no more electric. <laughs> That's your your great leader, your dear leader. I like trucks. Trucks are fun. Even when I was little, I do. Even when I was a little boy. He's still a little boy. He's four years old in a 72-year-old body. But like I said, there's other stuff going on, and uh, I try to uh, talk about that. And I think you know that already. And I just want to cover one other thing, because uh, it's about truth on this show. And uh, the other mistake I made, I actually made it two years ago. And it was about Tulsi Gabbard. And if you listen to my past shows, which they're up there, thanks to the courtesy of my kind listeners. uh, Two years ago, during the (laughs) Democratic primary, of course, uh, we have the uh, Blue Dog Third Rail DLC New Dems, the uh, third way Democrats uh, who are still in denial about it. But when they were uh, blacking out Bernie from uh, any of his media events, when he was speaking to overflow crowds in uh, uh, arenas and stadiums and they would not air it, MSNBC and CNN, they refused to air any of his uh, campaign uh, speeches. And uh, and I heard the argument uh, again. Yeah, but Hillary didn't get any of them. She got some. It was it was continuous, 24-7 solid Trump. All three of those uh, cable news networks wanted Trump president very badly. They all had a hard-on for Trump. And uh, the, the, the Hillary, uh, she got some airtime. But Bernie got none. Zero. And, of course, uh, thanks to Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Dirty Debbie. She was in charge of all that, and of course they put her back in. Or she got the the condo crowd. She bought them uh, bagels, lox, and cream cheese, and some Doctor Browns, and they they put her back in office again. It's really all she ever had to do. That's why she's been in there for a million years. Well, back then, Tulsi Gabbard was a vice chair of the DNC, and she resigned out of protest uh, because of the Bernie blackout, or because of what uh, Dirty Debbie was doing. So I yielded in admiration. I did some shows about her. I said, you know, this girl's got potential. She's got guts. She's got balls and whatever it is. A military vet and uh, not to mention. She is a handsome woman. But no thanks. No thanks. That was the other mistake I made. I Because I, I didn't know that much back then. And as you learn more, and listen carefully to my my Democratic colleagues out there listening to this show and my friends, do your homework because you'll be surprised and you'll be disappointed at what you might find about your favorite candidate. Put your pom-poms down and stop your cheerleading and do some reading. Because when I found the deeper I dug... Uh, I was like dig dug when I <laughs> the deeper I dug on Tulsi. Oh, the worse it got. Well, first of all, I made it clear uh, recently on this show that she hates. Ooh, she hates uh, the LGBT community. Anything to do with it, her whole family does. She, since she was born, uh, before she was born, her father had 
anti-gay organizations and everything. She campaigned against the gay community. She hates gays. And I don't want to hear, oh, she's evolving. That bitch ain't evolving. She ain't going to evolve. She'll say anything you want to hear uh, because she's running a, a presidential campaign, which is doing very badly. And thankfully so. And now she does this. Uh, <laughs> she's joined the uh, National Guard for two weeks, suspended her presidential camp. What was she? She's just a, she's just a crazy person. There's a video online, if you dare watch it, of uh, her and her weird husband. <laughs> I think she's strange. Look at that guy. Uh, they're walking through the offices of, some, I guess, her campaign headquarters or somebody's office area with uh, a selfie stick and a phone in her, singing a song together and rocking both their heads back and forth, going la, 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 la. That was her, the day she launched her campaign. And she's a Krishna. Uh, she's part of a cult. She's a, uh, I guess, a, a Hindu. Uh, people don't know that about her yet. Wait till that, wait till that comes out. Um, so, no. 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 No, thank you. I like to say, I mean, her and Williamson, no thanks. But anybody else, even if I, I don't really like them, any of them would be better than this. I like trucks, yeah. I like trucks. He's my man. You hear him? He speaks his mind. I like trucks. How about you? I do. I like trucks. And before I change the subject on it, <laughs> where is Ghislaine Maxwell? Uh, by uh, all accounts that I can read, she's in England. There, there you go. Mystery solved. So, And they have an extradition treaty with us. Yes, they do. So... Go arrest Jizz. Squirt, squirt. Lane Maxwell. Maxwell. You must feel the same way after all these years you've been imitating. Well, sometimes, when you have a problem, it helps to talk with others who have the same problem. Okay, Elvis, you got something to share with the group now? Uh, yes, I do, Elvis. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, hold on, Elvis. Uh, very much. Uh, should we order some double cheese pizzas first? We'll, we'll get idea. some peanut butter and nanner sandwiches, too. Idea, Elvis. Well, thank you, Elvis. You're listening to an encounter session at your local el Center. el where chronic Elvis impersonators go for help. Now, once again, what was that you saying, Elvina? Well, sir, I think it's time the people step discriminating against us female impersonators of Elvis. Uh-huh. You know, I got sideburns too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Learn to recognize the early warning signs. Twitching lips. I can't control my face. Swinging hips. I'm all shook up. Incredible weight gain. More Twinkies, please. At Elvis Anonymous, we understand that impersonating Elvis is not a career. It's a disease. Love me tender. Love me sweet. Give us something to eat. So please, send what you can to L. Anon, Memphis, Tennessee. And thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Oh, no. It's not on me. Oh, shit, boy. It's Brick Summers, and she's gonna treat you right. Live, archived, and streaming, it's the Brick Summers Show. Music vibrations. Well, the grease wind's rocking six feet above me. And everybody's talking about my Lisa Marie. She tied the knot, but was it really love? Uh-uh. Huh. 
She got knocked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Well, they had a little wedding for my princess bride. I would have been invited if I hadn't have died. I wish somebody would have dug me up, my little girl. She got knocked up. Mm-hmm. Why'd you find you a jerk into Scientology? Did you marry him because he drove you out? Or cause he got you heavy with child? You got silly's looks, but how can it be? Every day you're looking more and more like me. And soon you'll be wearing a double D cup. You get big when you get knocked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Well, your belly's bloated, so he gave you a ring, and pretty soon I'll be the grandpa king. Your husband and your kid are now in line to all cash in on the king's gold mine. Now, if I was alive, you know what I'd say. Lisa Marie, now how'd you get this way? If I had any pride, you know I'd hang my head, but I can't. I'm already dead, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hey. Mm-hmm. Hey, you got knocked up. 95.3 FM, 1470, WWNN. So how's that stock market doing, huh? <laughs> you know, it's uh, hilarious to me. Is uh, the, the big, the money managers, the uh, hedge funders, all these big money guys, they voted for him. So... Yeah, cock so hoist alls ya. I hope you lose your ass. I hope the bottom falls out and you jump out a window. How do you like you, Mr. Trump? Now, especially uh, the big money New Yorkers who voted for Trump, which was only a handful. They know what kind of a phony clown he was all these years. It was the Bond baby uh, walking up and down the street like uh, the the rich guy, playing the role of a rich guy. They knew he was full of crap, and they vote for him. How do you feel about that now, fellas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I say, if the stock market crashes, oh, I don't care. I don't. I don't have any stocks. So, bye, bye, bye. I left a bleeder. I own the whole office now, now. Cause I'm a day trader. I'm a cider, yeah. And I am so pissed off. Put my gun out, blew their brains out. So is the NRA Cause I'm a dead trader I'm a cider, yeah And I am so pissed off Put my gun out, blew their brains out 
1470 WWN. The Brit Summer Show. Hey, how about those Russians, huh? If anybody specializes in nuclear technology, it's got to be the Russians. <laughs> yeah. They just can't get that nuclear stuff right. On the heels of that Chernobyl thing on uh, HBO, they have another one, another nuclear accident. Only it wasn't a power plant this time. It was, uh, by all reports, a uh, nuclear-powered jet engine? What, what did they live in in the 60s? <laughs> oh, God. And it, uh, oops, it blew up. So now they're poisoning the atmosphere uh, to other countries. Uh, I don't know if it'll drift over to ours, but it almost did with Chernobyl uh, because they spent more time denying it than uh, doing something about it. But uh, they couldn't uh, contain it very long, and they had to uh, admit that their nuclear power plant blew up. And this time, uh, although I have to give them a little bit of credit, they, they came out a little sooner and said, yeah, it was a nuclear explosion, as opposed to 1986 when they kind of like said, well... It was uh, a pigeon pooped on our nuclear power plant. I can assure you, nothing's, nothing's wrong here. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh, when it comes to nuclear technology, let's all yield to Russian, <laughs> the Russian knowledge, the uh, brain power that they have over there. You gotta lay, gotta lay off that vodka, kids. <laughs> We are great Russians. We do nuclear jet engines. Yeah. <laughs> and as the orange disease thing, we have the same technology. We have similar similar things we're working on. No. It's it, maybe in 1966 we had we were working on something like that. Nuclear powered jet engines or rocket engines. So the plane can stay up there indefinitely. <laughs> Never has to land. Like they're thinking, okay, they have nuclear subs. They've had that since the 50s. Uh, and the idea behind uh, nuclear subs is they can stay down there for much of the year, I guess, unless they need to resupply. They can run forever under there. So I guess the, the same concept was is being applied to uh, aircraft or, or rockets, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have in-air refueling. We, we've mastered that. You can keep the uh, spy planes up there all you like. You don't need nuclear engines. Unless, of course, you're thinking that. And maybe they do. I mean, Trump would love to have one of those uh, supervillain mountains where all the way down you have the uh, multi-levels of uh, uh, guys in lab coats and uh, golf carts. You know, like Austin Powers was making fun of all of the uh, James Bond things. Supervillains somehow uh, secured all of this property and hired all these people to work in uh, very sterile conditions, mind you, uh, wearing uh, helmets, white lab coats, and golf carts. <laughs> But if the Russians were doing the same thing over there, I guess uh, somebody got drunk and... Speaking of Russia, uh, I have a question to anybody who's uh, an alt-right listener that just happens to be uh, tuning in in a, in a cumulative sense. 
In other words, tuning in, scanning it, and tuning out, which is okay. Hope you like what you hear so far. But I have a question for the the, the Trumpians, and if you know any uh, hardcore Trumpians, ask them this. Did you ever hear of Julius and Ethel Rosenberg? Do you know who they are? Did you ever hear of them? Did they get executed? Hmm? Is that what happened? Do you know why? you know why? Why did Julius and Ethel Rosenberg get executed in 1954? I think it was, 54, 53 or 4. You know why? They were trading secrets with the Russians. And back then, as opposed to now, it was treason. Now it's like, hey, why don't you share some of that Russian nuclear technology with us, huh? It seems to work out so well. The King is back, bigger and better than ever. Elvis Presley in his first big movie role since he's been dead. Elvis of Arabia. Elvis, is cruel. Yes, it's a completely new Elvis movie with the same old Elvis movie touches. 17 unforgettable babes and 18 forgettable songs, including Daddy Bear, Don't Be Ghoul, Dying in the Chapel, Blue Suede Burial Shoes, You Ain't Nothing But a Paul Bear, and more. Yes, see Elvis in his stiffest performance yet. He's bigger, better, and deader than ever. Elvis of Arabia, playing at a theater drive-in or mortuary near you. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. You're listening to the Brit Summer Show. Am I the only one that put together the uh, <laughs> the uh, timeline of when the stock market crashed 800 points? Uh, it was the day before, and I understand, you know, the tariffs and China and all that, but it just so happened to be the day after Trump did his uh, rally <laughs> and went, I like trucks. You like trucks? I like trucks. Those guys, <laughs> those Wall Street guys, they must have said, eh, we can't take this anymore. <laughs> in fact, the entire world, the entire, with, with trillion dollar economies, and really, this guy? Confidence must have just plummeted. Nobody put that together, though. I, I did. It just, it just turned out that the following day, after he went... I like trucks. I I like him as a little boy. Yeah. And the stock market goes. <laughs> yeah, he's your mighty leader, you dumb Trump sucklings. Wow. And the only reason you have any voice and any power or anything at all, including the evangelicals, the only reason you have our government by the gonads is the media. Really, it's the media. And the Democrats, they just don't... Media, what's that? Huh? They just don't get it. No. It's the media calls the shots. And it's the media that put him in office. Never mind uh, the Hillary with this and that. Never mind uh, the... Electoral College, it was the media that put him in office. Well, not long ago, I can remember wall-to-wall coverage. No matter where you went, his fat puss was all over the television. Not Hillary's, especially not Bernie's, but nobody else, just him. And all of the networks, all of them. It was the media that put that mentally ill 
fat orange bag of garbage in the White House. Looking through the bars at the county jail. O.J. was there and he began to wail. Stoyanovich was there because he drank too much. And Tyson was looking for something to torture those jocks. Look at all the jailhouse jocks. Everybody was grabbing their socks. Getting ready for the jailhouse jocks. Mr. Fitzpatrick wasn't looking so well Saying that his marriage was a living hell Casa in the corner with his burrito He said the Taco Bell is the way to go with those jocks Look at all the jailhouse jocks Everybody was grabbing their socks Smiling at the jailhouse jocks Hanging with the jailhouse jocks Watching them bust up rocks Look at them stiff on their jocks Everyone checking their clocks Everybody has had hard knocks Including those jailhouse jocks The Brit Summer Show, 95.3 FM 1470 WWNN Thanks for tuning in this week I'll try to get another one out next week uh, Everybody on the ground I appreciate you listening and In case I haven't mentioned it before I'm in my eighth year here, and I got to give props to the management here because, uh, granted, uh, we're, we're on opposite sides of the spectrums politically. Uh, but they supported this show and they keep it on, and uh, I thank everybody in management. And uh, we'll see what happens. And probably the way things go is after I said that, and that'll, they'll uh, take it off the air. <laughs> I'm the only liberal voice in three counties. In an area of 4 million people, if you want to hear anything progressive at all, and if you want to hear anything anti-Trump, this is the show to tune into because I guarantee you, you won't find it anywhere else. So so if you want to stay online, there's more to come. If not, I'll see you here next week on 95.3 FM, 1470 WWNN. Florida's home for radio with the real free speech difference. Everything under the sun becomes twice as much fun with the Brit Summer Show. 42 years ago this week, the king. He died. It's bread and my crack on the party. Mm, on the toilet, ripping the seat in pain. Mm, ooh, ooh, ooh. Barrels dropping out of my body mm. Beans popping out of my neck As I scream All the peanut butter and stromboli With paprika in the pepperoni Has got me screaming and rolling With burning roars <laughs> My fat body is rotting Breaking the sweat, my bowels are losing control. Feel like I'm close to dying. You do burn and spewing out my hole. I gotta lift my leg up higher. My asshole feels like it's on fire. And I feel just like I'm dying for burning roars. I got a chunk, a chunk of burning Summer Show, FYINation.com, Skyhawk Radio. Yes, Skyhawk Radio. Thank you. SoFloRadio.com, and of course, uh, 
TuneIn, Stitcher, Patreon, uh, Google something, whatever it is. I'm on a Google, and I, I don't know where, but it, it, it's up there. And uh, the BritSummerShow.com, where the donate button resides comfortably on the front page. <laughs> and you can click that there if you like. If you want to pay the monkey to dance, and that would be me. And I'd like to, once again, welcome our official sponsor to the show. That would be Ernie. Oh! And for everybody else who can't afford to tribute, which is cool with me, just uh, share my linky dink, and uh, that would be great if you like the show. Now, I'm Italian. I am of Italian descent. My family, I don't need, uh, what do you call it, the DNA test and all stuff. My family comes from Sicily, and they were Jewish. Oh, yeah. They were Italian Jews, uh, Sephardic, (laughs) Sephardic Jews. I guess they were farting all the way over here. But I am of Italian descent, and that gives me license to say the following about our illustrious acting, acting director of immigration services, Mr. Ken the Gooch, Cuccinelli. Hey, Ken, and I got full license to say this. You fucking Ginzo greasy guinea motherfucker. First of all, you're only acting, acting, and you're doing a bad job of it. Acting as director of immigration services, and the only reason you're there, it's because I'm pretty sure it was Stephen Miller or the Federalist Society. You're probably on the Federalist that uh, Trump uses now and then. That oh, Well, he, he can't read. What am I talking about? They had to find somebody. There is no director of immigration services. They're just this guinea fuck who, who uh, by the way, has a history of just being a uh, woman-hating, gay-hating, bigoted, anti-Semite, piece of shit, Ginzo motherfucker. And you, Kenny Cuccinelli, you don't belong in this country. Get the fuck out. Why don't you go back to New York, you wop bastard? No, he's not from New York. He's from New Jersey. Oh, yeah. The uh, attorney general from Virginia. Carry me back to old Virginia. He ain't from Virginia. He's from New Jersey. Edison, in fact. He's not from Virginia. Yet, yet, he was AG there. Oh, but he's a, he's a, he's a lawyer. Yeah, another flim-flam Republican with a, a, a law degree from the Jiffy Lube School of Law. Probably got his uh, law degree from Trump University. You know, why didn't anybody take notice to that when he, when he first put up that Trump University, that, that scam? How come nobody said anything way back then? Obviously, it's just like a close before striking matchbook uh, co- college uh, degree thing. Why, why didn't anybody speak up? Why It's another one of those... Uh, Phoenix uh, University. Uh, anybody can put up one of those diploma mills. But at least the uh, Phoenix University is up front about it right there in the name. It doesn't exist. So this guinea slob who talked with kind of a southern accent. What a faker. You faker fuck. They don't have southern accents in Edison, New Jersey. Okay, Nobody in Edison, New Jersey talks like this. You fucking phony, faker, guinea piece of shit. The mafia makes Italians look better than you. You're the kind of mayonnaise metagon that makes Italians look bad. You're giving Italians a bad name. You guinea shit. Fucking neocon fanook. Ken Cuccinelli. Get, get the fuck out of that office. You don't belong there. You haven't been approved by any... You haven't been approved by green stamps. Get the fuck out of that office. 
You're not going to change the poem on the Statue of Liberty. Get that out of your head. It's not going to fucking happen. Go back to Jersey. Kenny, Cu- Kenny Cuccinelli. How the fuck are you? Yeah. Hey, hey, Kenny. Bafangul, you guinea fuck. Yeah, we don't want no brown people here. We don't want none of them coloreds over here. All we want coming into this country over here is just uh, wealthy white people. Yeah, sure. You know, I have some British friends that are white and not wealthy, but doing okay. And they can't get in. Or if they try, it's very difficult to do. And in a way, that makes sense because they're living okay in the countries they're, they're in. They don't really got to come here. Immigrants, on the other hand, like the South American immigrants and the Italian immigrants that came here a hundred years ago, they were not happy white shiny people with a lot of money in their pocket. Probably like your ancestors too. Cooch, you, you guinea fuck. Fuck you, Ken Cuccinelli. Get the fuck out of that office. I stick motherfucking provolone in my socks at night so they smell like your sister's crotch in the morning. Ken Cuccinelli with his fake uh, southern accent. He's a Ubats Republican asshole. Because I guess he still lives in Virginia. And he, and he was AG there, but he ain't. Hey, everybody lives in Virginia. I don't know if he lives there or not, but he's from Madison, New Jersey. So kick him out of Virginia. Don't let him in your state. You miserable guinea fuck. Get the fuck out of Get out of that office and get out of that state. Go back to Jersey. Where they probably make you leave again. You know where you'll wind up? You'll wind up in Florida, the second and third chance state. That's where you'll wind up. And another thing. These acting directors that uh, Trump's just uh, piling in there to uh, scorch our earth, to just destroy every goddamn thing that this country has. uh, Once he's out, they're gone. And if Congress had any balls, which they don't. They would work with the Senate. Fuck Mitch McConnell. They would work with the Senate to get approved directors of these departments. Approval. Put them through the committees. Let them get fucking approved. And normally I don't get that upset. But here's somebody who's Italian who hates himself, hates this country. Just a bitter, bigoted, filthy little worm of uh, what's supposed to be a human being. Kenny Cuccinelli. Yeah, you could call me Cooch. You're lucky you ever get any Cooch. Fucking Italian people. How do we miss out on this? What? Fucking espresso, cappuccino. We invented this shit. And all these other cocksuckers are getting rich on Yeah, isn't it amazing? And it's not just the money. It's a pride thing. All our food. Pizza, calzone, buffalo mozzarella, olive oil. These fucks had nothing. They ate Pootsie before we gave them the gift of our cuisine. But this, this is the worst, this expressive shit. Take it easy. No, we don't think, I don't think we should have anybody here that isn't white and wealthy. No, that's not what the Statue of Liberty said. No, I think we're going to change that. Yeah. And I was talking earlier about the cable news channel with all the punditry. The, uh, well, I would argue, well, I think, and I submit, and then fuck you all. Making your $1,500 for FaceTime. He used to be on there. You used to see the Kenny the Cooch uh, on uh, MSNBC, primarily on MSNBC. And CNN. The liberal, no, they're the, they're what you dirty libtards watch. Yeah. Well, they got more Republicans on there than Fox News. 
Rick Santorum? Rick fucking Santorum? Why is he even on television? What has he got to contribute? Except for, well, an alternative point of view. That's not what the fairness doctrine was about. There's no fairness doctrine anymore, and they're doing it wrong anyway. If there was a fairness doctrine, that's, that's not what it was about. God damn it. And, and, and the Democrats, they don't, know what the, they don't know what a fairness doctrine is. They don't know. The 96 Telecom Act, that was just something. Just a little piece of legislation that destroyed 100,000 lives, including my own. Yeah, that 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 three point seven percent job market uh, job rating. Nobody called me. If they called me. It would have been up three point eight. I don't get paid for this. I beg. Where's my uh, subway thing? I beg with, with the saxophone, with the hat on the floor, so I can get some money in here. That's that's my job. And the radio station doesn't pay me. Are you kidding? They're going to put a, a progressive talker on the, on that station, and it's really not uh, programmed in any sort of way. That way, this station, the station that I'm on, but it, I'm certain that their preference would be because they their morning shows right wing, who by the way is hosted by a guy who uh, up until, uh, I don't know, the late 80s, was a screaming, leaping liberal guy. And now he goes where the money goes. Just tell me what's your problem. You, Steve. The dapper Don dropped dead after the cancer ate his face. His trachea collapsed, they put a tube there in its place. He looked like Nancy Culp and talked like Harvey Firestein. He was stiff as Bacala. They put the Don in jail. Oh, it was such a f***ing shame. Right there in the Midwest where they couldn't pronounce his name. The food there was so bad I heard the last words he exclaimed. Where the sauce here tastes like sh- The Gambinos and Lucchese's don't control the crime no more. There's no more Cosa Nostra, except on HBO. The foreigners and the Moulinians are having all the fun. They can kiss my guinea ass. John Gotti's body lies a moldering in the grave. John Gotti's body lies a moldering in the grave. John Gotti's body lies a moldering in the grave. And it smells like pot God. John Gotti's body lies a moldering in the grave. John Gotti's body lies a moldering in the grave. John Gotti's body lies a moldering in the grave, and it smells like Hi, this is Joe Pesci, and I would like to be serious with you for a moment to talk to you about a little-known yet devastating disease. It's called Tourette's syndrome. Many people suffering from this affliction aren't even fucking aware of it. It can happen at almost any fucking time. This is one big fucking problem over here, and I'm trying to make you fucking assholes aware of it. 
What? What the fuck are you laughing at over there? Look at that guy over there. He's laughing. You think this is fucking funny? What do you think of being fucking funny over here? What the fuck is so fucking funny over here? Did I say something to amuse you? Look at this fucking guy laughing over here. All right. All right. Oh, come on, Joe. What's wrong with you? That's not right. What'd you, what'd you do that come on. for? Come you know, on. You're going to have to bury him. I'm not burying him this That's fine. Can't you take a joke? That's the first fucking time I had to bury somebody. He's born again. Having seen the error of his ways, Joe Pesci sings the greatest gospel songs of all time and offers them up to the Lord. Asshole rode up to the whore and said, I want to do, yeah. Praise Jack Lord and pass my ammunition to blow that bitch away. Amazing fucking grace. You were great in high school. Mama Papa Gula. This is Joe Pesci. Renew your faith as I have in the Lord above. And buy this goddamn CD. You don't want to fuck with that guy. This is my cousin Tony from Jersey. I took him to the Italian garden to see what he thought about this here Metagon Italian food. This is garbage. You bring me here to eat this shit. Yeah, Tony, try the chicken sticks with Italian garden special ketchup sauce. I ain't putting that in my mouth. Well, uh, how about the Italian-style Jimmy Dean sausage? Hey, if you weren't my cousin, you'd be sausage right now. Mm-hmm. Stop kissing my head. Come on, Tony, look. Free breadsticks, fresh from the microwave. Get me the fuck out of here. I guess Tony don't like the Italian garden. Because a corporate chain restaurant, eh, it ain't the kind of place you want to take the family. Have fun, good times, where the action is... It's the Brit Summers Show. Hi, Faye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I want you to know I'm Elvis. For all you sport hoes. Oh, squeeze. My jock strap tied. Oh, squeeze. My sport hole buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. My jock strap Rolling beers, so won't you? Golden fish and let's go find a hidden place in the locker room where you can spray my face. He's a sport hole in drag. From the closet he's out. On a route for his team like a sport hole You want a sport jock's legs wrapped around your neck. You like better than girls and the smell of sweat. You want their brown hole close to your nose. You want a sport jock's legs wrapped around your neck. Sport holes want to be fence over a chair. If they could get sweaty jocks to fill their ass down there, oh, let it be. Those Chicago Bears. No, the sound it makes is a uh, microwave chef extraordinaire, bacala bacaliere. No, there's something wrong with that. It don't sound. It sounds more like a ooh. fast food defroster Enzo Gavone. You crazy? It don't sound like nothing like that. And the no. way it smells when it come out of a microwave, it's beautiful. Oh. 
Bueno. Like a pichadu when I get through with the pichadu. It smells like that. Yeah, pichadu. Nice smell wafting through the kitchen. Smell like pichadu. Yes. Yeah. For the finest in Italian frozen food, it's the Italian Chemical Garden, a subsidiary of Morton Thiokol. The Brit Summer Show. Let's start the fun. Turn the jingles on. As I spread my thighs And lower myself on the toilet bowl I feel my bowels lose control on the toilet And there's a smell that makes you cry So fat I can barely see my knees As I make my strain and sphincter squeeze on the toilet it's not hard to understand Any diabetic big fat man Eventually winds up limping on the seat It's so goddamn embarrassing Everybody's making fun of me In a mansion with a fancy gate Never thought to install a bidet Ate super sound at night when you do jammed inside my hole, they found the king of rock and roll on the toilet. You've been listening to the Brit Summer Show on SkyhawkRadio.com, FYINation.com, SoFloRadio.com, TheBritSummerShow.com. Tune in, Stitcher, Patreon, and of course, the first part of this show was on uh, the Ray Diddleo. Thanks again to everybody who uh, contributes, uh, especially, uh, I have to point out, official sponsor of this show, Ernie. You really keep this show going. And uh, everybody else, like I said, uh, if you got something, fine. If uh, you don't, uh, share my linky dink, because I don't want to be in the subway anymore, begging for money, playing my saxophone. <laughs> uh I'm out of time this week, so I, d I didn't have time to get into the uh, Rashida Tlaib and uh, Ilan Omar, uh, the thing with uh, Netin. Oh! But I will ask uh, the, the, the Israelis, uh, are you aware that Trump was your president too? Well, more on that next week, but uh, that, for the time being, this is the way I see the world from here. And as Rashida Tlaib so eloquently put it, Then teach the motherfucker. Oh! It's in the air everywhere. Radio with the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Yep, it's Brit Summers. Well, I made some money off a one-hit song, at least until Elvis came along. He took the credit and I got screwed, so now I'm dead and I'm asking you not to piss on my blue suede too. I've had enough abuse, so don't piss on my blue suede too. Climbing the charts, got in a big car wreck My brother was the bass player, broke his neck Then I went broke, and Elvis stole my song I had a stroke, and now I'm gone So don't you diss all my blue suede too Already dealt with my doom So don't piss all my blue suede too Well, I'm 
blue, blue, a blue suede too. A blue, blue, a blue suede too. A blue, blue, a blue suede too, honey. A blue, blue, a blue suede too. Well, if my life meant a thing, don't piss on my blue suede too.